always draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. I think they said yeah. Yeah. Introducing your hosts, let's give it up for the prescription fill-in, smart slaying, cowboy boot-wearing, son of a gun, make some noise for Doc Haas. Because the great don't need to be goaded into greatness. They seek it out, they crave it. They dare the entire locker room to come after them, just like I'm going to seek you out. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Nope, it's just our third man. Johnny Smarks, Smarks. Who said you idiots can speak while there's a microphone in my head? And here is your host with the most, the baby face of podcasting, J.C. Bones. Let's make one thing clear. I don't watch this business. This business watches me. Sit back and enjoy your dose of kayfabe consumption as you listen to the fourth wall WrestleCast. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. wall. And what up, fam? No, not yet. It was premature. Well, you're you're used to that, aren't you, Doc? Always. And what up, fam? Welcome to the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. Welcome to the fourth wall WrestleCast. You can catch us right here every Saturday on the Wrestle Addict Radio Network. Before we get started, I want to give a big special thank you to our good brother, DFDC, Jeff Palmaccio, host of Not Your Mama Soap Opera, and good brother Wade, host of Big Heck and Wade Adventures, for joining us last week on our special monumental episode 50. Also, big thank you to the one and only resident Canadian, Mr. Fretz of the Game Changers Podcast for sending us that awesome, heartfelt, old tingly inside audio as a big congratulations to our 50th episode. So, guys, thank you all so much. I got and the also, wiggles. And also, a big thank you to all of our listeners and all of our supporters who actually sat through the whole two and a half hour uh, two and a half hour Holy episode shit. that we gave two to you and all a half last hours. week. We hope you all enjoyed the, the content and the uh, large amount of kayfabe brought to you none other than myself and the rest of the fourth wall team. So without further ado, I am <laughs> I your host with the most, the baby face of podcasting, JC Bones, and I am accompanied by my two good brothers, the two biggest clowns in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for Doc Haas and our third man, Johnny Smarks. Oh my God. What up, baby? The the crew is all here. The gang is all here. All here. We are all here. We'll see how long Johnny actually lasts, though. He might leave in about uh, five minutes. (laughs) Listen, man, marching band's over. We lost our game, unfortunately. (laughs) Say, how'd the Mariners do tonight? What happened? We we lost the Kingsway Regional. What was was Seaton's Kingsway? Well, uh, yeah, lower than us. It was, the two, was it the two seven, right? Was it the two seven? I think it was two seven. It I was, it was, it was a, the two seven. It was a damn good game. Our our students yeah. played very very well. Yeah, um, shame, upset. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it was really sad. It really was. But uh, that means marching band ends over. 
for like a week and then we start working on next year. Right? Oh, Bones, oh, you know oh, what that's like. I know exactly what it's like. Once the season ends, the next season starts right away. But uh, so, Smart will get him there eventually, right? Keep me in mind we'll if you need any help over there for Marching Man season. Looking to. Uh, I mean, oh, I can. I think Smarky just said hello to Matt Riddle and RVD. And Vince McMahon. And Vince McMahon. Yes, and That's Vince McMahon. the biggest news story of the week as far as I'm concerned. Vinny Vince Matt. McMahon. Vince McMahon getting stoned in front of the president and all his buddies. That's fucking yeah. badass. What a bad motherfucker, dude. <laughs> Donald Trump. Donald hey, Trump, man. you can't light that in here. I Vince just McMahon. did. I just did. What a fuck. G, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah, Vince. What a power move, dude. Oh, man. That I love is it. awesome. I, I, that, I, that was probably the most shocking thing. There was a lot of fucking shocking shit in wrestling this week. Mm. From CM Punk to ACH to, to uh, MJF. Full but gear. Nothing. Everything. Nothing. Yeah, to, to Moxley fucking Moxley and Kenny. Mm. But nothing was as shocking as that fucking story of Vince McMahon chiefing right in front of the fucking president and just bitch slapping him verbally while he was doing it. What yep, a fuck. I just did. Oh I wish I had an audio God. clip of that. I wish that existed. Oh my goodness. Of all the Trust fucking... Dude. Right. Of all the stupid shit people try to... Re- of all the stupid shit that people try to catch Donald Trump saying and doing, nobody got a fucking clip of those two fucking maniacal nut jobs fucking... Hanging out together, and one of them was fucking cheaping the whole time. Oh my god! What the hell? This is why I hate Twitter because they only fucking get pissy and post about stupid shit. And when the awesome shit fucking happens, there's nobody on fucking Twitter there to be found putting something out there that's fucking actually worth watching. What the fuck, man? That's awesome. I wish I could have been there for that. I would love, would love to have been a fly I need some mood lighting for what we're talking about. Here we go. There's oh, the mood there lighting for what There's we're talking about. Uh, fourth Wall South has mood lighting. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you, Actually, Philip. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm Fourth Wall South. Smarky's at Fourth Wall Deep South. Deep, deep it's South. Fork, fork River. Yeah. All right, fam. Well, listen, we if, this is your, slow down if this is your first time tuning in, welcome to episode 51 of the Fourth Wall WrestleCast. Be sure to give Wrestle Addict Radio a follow on Twitter at Addict underscore Wrestle and on Instagram at Wrestle Addict Radio. Be sure to follow us on all social media at Fourth Wall Cast. That's the number four, T-H-W-A-L-L-C-A-S-T. We have a few topics we want to touch on with you guys today. We want to talk about the return of CM Punk and how crazy, crazy the land of Twitter has gone when he made his return to WWE backstage. Not in-ring return. We're going to discuss that. We're also going to talk about the recent Jordan Miles controversy. Uh, The three of us have talked a lot about this over the past few weeks, and it seems like this issue does not want to end. So Doc has some strong emotions behind this uh, recent controversy. We're going to discuss that. Then we're going to talk about the amazing promo between MJF and Chris Jericho. Oh my god. If you guys don't know who MJF is, you better fucking find the time to watch AEW Dynamite on Wednesdays and look at the future of this wrestling industry. So fellas, y- y'all just need to know ado, he's better yep. than you and we all know it. 
According to MJF, he is better than everyone. Also, he is one of the tribe, motherfuckers. I, I was waiting for it. I was waiting <laughs> for it. I knew. I, look, he had his shitty grin on there the whole time. Look, <laughs> listen, listen. He's, I even, wearing, he's even wearing his Dave, yarmulke. stars of David in his eyes. <laughs> he's even wearing his yarmulke listen, to record. And I, and I know Jeff I know Jeff didn't like it because he, you know, he grew up on Long Island. And, and you know, Long Island people in general just tend to be a little obnoxious he he's an outlier there and he's he's a pretty down-to-earth guy but i don't give a fuck man that dude is just he is tribe and you know he's up there with barry horowitz oh my God. is he patting his own back too like i'm trying he doesn't to do need right to barry horowitz pats uh mjf's back That's because what does, M- what does mjf have to do to catch the all-time champion jewish sports athlete sandy koufax uh I, oh man, oh, Danny Kovacs, he... mind you, four no hitters. I think four scions, couple World Series, like couple World Series titles. He was like the difference in the Dodgers finally winning. I uh, does, could MJF ever reach those lofty stand? And he did it all up, never pitching on Yom Kippur. Did I say that right? That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't Yom Kipper. He wouldn't uh yeah, right. he wouldn't I don't think he played on, on Rosh Hashanah either. No, did he not? I don't know. I always knew he never played on Yom Kipper. That was oh, always was, a thing. It, you know, it was, it he was, like he's he missed World Series starts because of that. Yeah. I mean the Beastie Boys did the same thing. They wouldn't you know, they wouldn't perform on holidays, from uh, what I know. Right. I might be wrong. Hell, we, do we perform on Christmas? I don't if know. Christmas oh. falls on a Saturday, you know damn well this show will be dropping. Special Christmas episode. It's a fucking yeah. But what what a, what's like a we better were, Christmas we're not gift record on than the gift of the fourth wall? I'll record for you guys. It'll yeah, you just be we me should, watching we movies. Should have, that's what we It'll should be do. We should have Smarky do a Christmas episode. It could be the oh, return dude, of Smarky's singles run. I'm gonna review the movies I'm watching while eating Chinese food. Yeah, review a wrestling movie. Oh, it's great, fantastic. I watched like fighting with my family or something because I didn't watch it yet. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's talk about probably the biggest news in the world of wrestling over this past week. WWE backstage announced oh, Tuesday boy. night at the end of the episode they're going to have a special guest analyst on the show this coming week. And all of a sudden, we hear a cult of personality play. And Still the best wrestling entrance theme ever. C. Except for the Undertaker. M. Punk. He was Guys, can up. you uh, get me up to speed here? Who is CM Punk? Uh, CM Punk Chick- is Chick Magnet. Chick Magnet Punk. From Chicago. Otherwise the known, city. Otherwise known as Philip Brooks. Ah. Yeah. Former Multiple. UFC fighter. That's uh, debatable. Multiple times. Oh, that's fucked up. I shouldn't yeah, say mo- that. I get my ass off in USC. Uh, <laughs> See a punk future, told what my ass is Future <laughs> MMA Hall of Famer. So He's let's back. talk about the, the Twitter trolls real quick. The the Twitter the Twitter monsters. So CM Punk shows up on WWE, WWE backstage. I just, just, I just we need to stop real quick. What do we have to stop for? This. I, I already played the music, dude. You didn't hear it? We have to listen to it again. Let's do it again. I mean, why, why listen to it once? We listen to it twice. 
because it's the most badass wrestling entrance theme ever in Living Color Rules. And one of my all-time markouts is at WrestleMania 29 when they fucking played into the ring. Mm -hmm. I should just play that song throughout this entire episode. Uh, on repeat. So check it out, guys. Dude. So we need to set the facts straight. That's w not what your country can do for you. Sorry. Okay, WWE did not sign CM Punk. Right, and no, we talked about Fox, this. We, when it, yes. Yeah. Fox signed CM Punk. Now, right. do you think that this opens up the door for him to potentially get back into the ring? Of course it, it does. The door's open. But He's I already wanna, taken the first step into the door by coming to backstage. Right. I want to bring up a couple open. points. I want to bring up a couple points to you two. Now, now listen, I... And I can't say that I'm a huge CM Punk fan because I don't really know CM Punk. Because you're when, a fucking communist. The, the summer of Punk was around the time that I was not watching wrestling. Yes, there was a time that I did not watch wrestling. So I don't know much. Uh, I, all I know of CM Punk is what I've read and what I've seen and what I've watched years after he was already out of the company. I got back into wrestling at WrestleMania 30. So Punk had just left that January, okay? So all I know is the news that I've heard after that. I never got to see the rise of CM Punk or the summer of Punk. So his return excites me because everyone fucking loves CM Punk. And I know he has been able to touch a lot of people uh, emotionally and everything, you know, as being a role model, an icon for someone that people look up to. But I, I, what I do know is the drama and the bullshit that he has caused and brought to the table over the past five or so years, okay? Now, about what, a year what's ago... different about had, him and other wrestlers? Yeah, he's Touché. not the first wrestler to bitch about his booking. Touche, you're about right. about having a job out to a part-timer. He's not the first wrestler to fucking bitch about that. You're multiple right. Times, multiple times. Multiple times. Multiple times. Multiple. Multiple times he had a job out to a part-timer. Right. Right. Now, I want to talk about a year ago or so, he was interviewed. I can't remember. I don't know how my sources are right, so I don't know who the interview was with. But he stated that he lost his passion and his love for the world of professional wrestling. He can't even watch a WWE or any kind of wrestling match for more than like eight seconds without him being bored. Well, now he's going to. So, yeah, now he's going to be an analyst on... WWE backstage to talk about wrestling. So where do we see this going? I think he's here with Fox because he saw the dollar signs. That's exactly yeah, I mean, what I think. Yeah, that's what any wrestler who signs with anything affiliated with WWE, the first thing you always say is, like, well, how much? Money. Yeah, how yeah, much? How much? Can't beat the money. Even their, I mean, even their lowest. I think they're they were you gotta think their lowest totem pole main roster guys are still making six figures. You know, so it's like you no, know, it's 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 always money when you I mean obviously it's like they're the Yankees of the industry where you wanna win the championship with them, you know. I I understand that, but there's always money involved and Fox has stupid amounts of money. And you know, that was a year ago. The wrestling industry has changed a lot in a year. There's a new promotion. There's a little, there's actually some, a little bit of buzz going on with it. The new promotion's causing a lot of the buzz, but there's also elements of WWE causing buzz, too. 
NXT is causing buzz. They're causing buzz with this Survivor Series angle. Um, in, in their own weird way, they're causing, you know, buzz with, uh, with um, like, Saudi Arabia. You know, so there's, like, a lot of different factors now. Like, you know, maybe do you think Punk takes the freaking check and does a Saudi Arabia show at some point? I don't see him going to Saudi Arabia. I, I I feel like that's way against any of his core values. Well, we know damn well Saudi Arabia wants him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Always cheer for his acid shows. Um, I think part, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how much the women wrestling at Saudi Arabia, if it'll change the minds of some of the people who, you know, have been very against going over there, such as Daniel Bryan, John Cena, you know, guys like, guys in that mold. Right. The Rock's never done one of these Saudi Arabia shows. and You know, I don't think The Rock will ever touch the Saudi Arabia shows. He's just too... And Cena probably won't at this point either. Right. They they probably still couldn't pay the, even The Rock enough. And the, mm-hmm. the Rock's doing just fine. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't need the extra money. But yeah. So l- let's talk about CM Punk. Now, with Regardless of how he feels about the world of professional wrestling, don't you think with what AEW is doing in wrestling right now or to the world of wrestling, he would have been more inclined to go go with AEW than with WWE? Or do you think... Now, I do know that CM Punk is a huge hockey fan, and I have read you know articles about him wanting to become a um, journalist, announcer, commentator, whatever the hell it is, for hockey. Now, I know NHL is big on Fox, do you think this is just his way to get into Fox to the show Fox? Hey, look at what I can do. Look at how good I am at this behind a microphone. Right. Now give me something else to do that I'm actually a little more passionate about at this time, which is hockey. You know, maybe do you think maybe this is his stepping stone to get into the world of Fox Sports? Don Cherry just lost his job, so there's an opening in Canada for him. <laughs> Speaking of hockey, but uh to go back, we were saying, I mean, we all know how great Punk is on commentary. We've all heard it. He's going to be great in this role. He's obviously very, very knowledgeable about the product. And maybe you're right, Bones. Maybe it's a stepping stone for him, you know? I've always felt that way about someone like Renee Young. I've always felt WWE was a stepping stone for her. And she Renee has Young, your goals. Renee Young and, is going to take over SportsCenter. I, I think that I, I, I believe I've read somewhere that she would love to work for ESPN one day. I believe yep. I read that somewhere once. Well, some of them that makes sense. Around. She would be like, she would be great on SportsCenter or like Doc. hosting a show like um, a show like Stephen A. and Max, like First yeah. Take, something like a debate show. She'd be a great moderator for that. I think, I think one of the backstage interviewers, Charlie Caruso, Charlie Caruso. I thought it was Dasha, but yeah, no. Charlie Caruso sounds well, right. Dasha is no yeah. longer with the company. She was. Uh, oh, that's right. Yes, ago. that's right. We, we yeah, I doctor. could totally see. I could see Punk like trying to go down that road, but I also could see Punk getting back in the ring too. Right now, look like, at it this way: yeah. CM Punk still has a lot of friends in WWE. Kofi Kingston, one of his best friends, he's very friendly with Renee Young. He has people that he that he's friends with, that he's close with, that are in wrestling. Do you think him being around them more is going to help entice him to want to come back and make a return? Like when yeah, he came out on backstage, the- he comes out there with uh, with a Hall of Famer, Booker T, one of his close friends, Renee Young. You have Paige, which I don't know if... Uh, punk and Paige she was hilarious, but she was like marking out rib? over him. 
Adam Cole was just fucking happy to be there because he's had a stellar two weeks as it is. And then CM yeah. Punk, um, I'm sorry, Samoa Joe, who was one of CM Punk's biggest rivals on the independent scene. Yep. You know, I think this is also an opportunity for fans to let CM Punk know what he has done for them and and how much they want to see him back. I mean, don't forget, he was just that star cast as well. So I'm sure he's got to hear that a lot from a lot of the wrestling fans. I think he's slowly working his way. I think he could still go, like you said, to hockey or something down the line. But I think he's working his way back into the rain. He's obviously got... There's something burning inside of him again. And to answer your question about AEW before, he turned down AEW. AEW offered him a lot of money, apparently. And he turned them down. So he's only coming back as a part-timer, too. That's what's going to be ironic about Punk. If he comes back, he's going to be a Mm part-timer. Which is, I think, which sets him up to be a heel, I would think, when he comes back. But it would be really working. It would be too hard for him to come back as a heel. He's going to be the fucking biggest face if he comes back first before they decide to give him a heel turn it's gonna be too hard to yeah, make him a heel yeah, eventually but like once he's like the, but do you think he's gonna be on raw or smackdown every week no if he's already on fox why not put him on smackdown once he's Vince, not supposed to be on. on fox every week he's once, not every week he's not an every week contributor that's fine but he's once not and once, they made that point stop interrupting me once vince mcmahon <laughs> you stupid son of a bitch just Once talk. Vince McMahon sees how the ratings skyrocket on backstage because CM Punk's on TV, why wouldn't he want to put him on SmackDown on Fox? You have to see if the ratings skyrocket first. Well, supposedly right now the, the ratings have been tanking on backstage. Also because it's on fucking 11 o'clock at night on a Tuesday yeah, night. Yeah, it's not a pretty shitty time. Who the hell is watching that? So, but I, I, I think if we see the ratings... Ratings skyrocket with Punk being on there. That's going to entice Vince and even entice Fox to put him on SmackDown. It's only going to help boost Possibly. the ratings on SmackDown because you know those haven't I'm, been that good sh- either. Yeah, well, I mean that's the problem with ratings, man. And this is the issue with ratings in general and why they're never going to be super high again because most people stream fucking like it's like, all I streaming. It's all DVR now. You're right. Never, yeah, everything's like, DVR. It's like look at like yo. Know, it's like Disney Plus came out this week. As mm-hmm. me and Grill have been. In, I'm sorry, Smart Key. I had to, I had to break the kayfabe there. Oh, that was not kayfabe. You use a shoot name. <laughs> you use a shoot name. Damn. We've been out on Disney Plus all week. And I was just saying to myself, I'm like, eventually Disney is going to buy broadcast rights for like something like the NFL. Mm-hmm. And then someone, and then Netflix will buy Major League Baseball, and then Hulu will buy the NBA, and then it'll keep going, and it'll keep going, and once that happens, bye bye cable. There's only one reason to have cable in this day and age. That is live sports. Mm-hmm. There's <laughs> no other reason to have cable besides live sports. You're right. Agreed. Because every so other once that happens. Who the fuck cares about the ratings? Right. We need to find a way to see who's winning. Like they need to start keeping track of streaming more, and mm-hmm. that's who's watching. I think so many wrestling fans are so addicted to their phones and their computers, looking at you Twitter. That's how they're getting their wrestling now. They're streaming. Right. right. Speaking of Twitter, speaking of Twitter, and I just went to confirm that I saw this today, or maybe it was Instagram, but uh. Bailey was hanging out with uh, Mr. Brooks and Mrs. Lee. So I guess they're all in Florida right now. 
Let's I wonder not if start he's rumors the... about AJ Lee making a return to. I would love. Oh, that. I don't think she is, but I, I think I, AJ know, Lee would be great for this current women's evolution because she definitely had a ha- had a hand in that before she left. And I was I was lucky enough to actually see her uh, see her in the ring before she left. I think after WrestleMania 31, when her and Paige teamed up. Mm-hmm. I think it was WrestleMania 31, but I would love to see AJ Lee come back. She'd be fucking phenomenal in this women's division. I mean, they got to be in Florida right now. So I, if they're in Florida, I wonder if they're there just kind of working through some stuff. No, uh, Doc, we lost you. Yeah, yeah no, he's um. Oh, he he's, muted. He's talking to Gabs. He's, yeah, to he's the talking wifey. to Gabs. All right. Yeah. So anyway, we can pause for a second if you want. No, that's right. Hi, Gabs. But the show must go on, Smarky. I'm down with that. So uh, we'll get Doc's opinion when he comes back. Now, if Punk does come back to the ring. Mm-hmm. Give me three names you want to see him in the ring with. Oh my God, I can't give you three. Um, Johnny Gargano. Okay. Um. Oh my God. Who else would? Uh, I mean, Adam Cole. They're all going to be NXT guys. Mm-hmm. And Finn Balor. Uh, if I had to pick three. For Punk to face, I would probably pick Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, Ooh, okay, and AJ Styles. What? Uh, now you see, you didn't see to be Punk Daniel Bryan. That that's happened how many times? That yeah. happened. But I would like uh, to see it again. Times, look right? look yeah. at the Daniel Bryan um, now. The Daniel Bryan of see, now. I, I want to see Punk Adam Cole. See Punk Adam Cole exactly I what I said. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if punk, you were still. And I'd love in. to see Punk Velveteen Dream. Ooh. Ooh. That'd be a nice, fun, contrasting of style. Dream over or go to sleep. Right? Mm. You know what I mean? It writes itself, man. Interesting. That's... I'd also love to see see Punk face Roddy Strong. Those are probably my three. Roddy Strong? Top of my head. Yeah. Maybe Matt Riddle. Can I just see Punk face the whole NXT men's roster? That's yeah, exactly what I said. Doc, I don't know if you heard me. I don't know I if you were back on. I step away for a second. The fire department was just here. Oh, shit. And the police shit. department. Well, yeah. stop. Are you well, like, burning it down? Money. Are you that much of a Seth Rollins mark to burn it you down? Shut your, you shut your god. You. Don't ever call me a Seth Rollins mark. How Ooh. dare you? You, you know what's funny about that? The Universal Champion, bro. Stop that. You know what's funny about that? Guys, I'm, I'm looking at this um, this MJF YouTube clip that I really want to watch. And the second comment down is uh, somebody give this to Seth Rollins. This is how you cut a promo. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rollins needs to watch. <laughs> Seth Rollins can pretty much watch every other wrestler in the world of wrestling calling how to fucking cut a promo. Dude, he looked. I think he legitimately. I, I think he legitimately forgot how to do it. Yeah. Do you think so? <laughs> he just forgot how to do it. Like there is no other explanation except for, "Hey, man, I just forgot." Mm-hmm. I forgot. There's just. I, how do you go from what he was to? to just this garbage just passed here, and I've tried really, 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 really hard 
to like be, be okay with it and think, okay, he's just being the company face. He's being the Cena. I get it, but the, no, it's not working. He, Seth Rollins cannot be the face of, of WWE. I'm sorry. As much as I, I do love Seth Rollins, he's one of my top wrestlers in this world, um, he cannot be the face of the WWE, okay? He should just fucking watch NWA Power from this past week and watch Nick Aldis's fucking promo. Watch oh my the God! Way Nick Aldis holds the title. Watch the way he speaks about the title. He makes the title mean something. The title is bigger than he is. You know the way Seth Rollins talks. It's about him, him, him. It's not about him. It's about the fucking title. If he wants to be a champion. Make it about the title, not about you. you did, I mean, Nick I'm gonna throw. I watched. I watched Power. I'm sorry, Spark. I watched Power two weeks ago, and. Uh, all the, the interactions between Tim Storm and Nick Aldis on that ringside that's, interview, unbelievable. Dude, that's exactly what I was going to say. Tim yeah. Storm, too, man. And I, I know he's he's coming up at Dan's career. Dude, he, you guys know he's like 52, 53 years old. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's older. I can tell, yep. yeah. And that, yeah, he's, he's a high school teacher. But, like, dude, even Tim Storm's promos, I mean... They're, they're all better than Rollins. Fuck, even what's your name? What, what the hell's the women's champion on power? Um... Oh my Al- god. Allison K. Allison K. Her. Yeah, hers too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's because they all have emotion behind it. And, well, first of all, NWA is not scripted. That's all uncut, uncensored. They're speaking from the heart. They have emotion behind what they're saying. They make you believe what they say. Seth doesn't know how to do that. CM Punk knows how to do that. That's why CM Punk is known for his multiple pipe bomb promos, because he speaks from the heart. He speaks what's on his mind, and he knows how to get the crowd I mean, behind what he's saying. Right, Fuck, guys, he, he is the namesake of this. He is the namesake of this podcast. Yeah, the fourth wall. Exactly. That's why he's in. Going to be in every intro I ever write for this show. Oops, <laughs> I'm breaking the fourth wall. Hi, Vince. But anyway. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to CM Punk. So I'm looking forward to seeing CM Punk and hearing what he has to say this coming week on backstage. I really wonder if they're going to allow him to uh, to be uncut and uncensored and just really speak his mind on the current on the current um, landscape of the WWE right now. I think it only works if he's uncensored. This doesn't right. work if he's not uncensored. This yes. is bad. It's a, it's not. It doesn't work. I think, and dude, that pipe bomb, like you said, you weren't watching wrestling then. Like, that was the last time I was, like, texted by about five to ten wrestling fans individually. Texted, not like a Patreon chat or anything like that. Texted that I had to stop everything I was doing and just go watch what somebody did on Raw. And it's the not even like they did anything. Time. There was no action. He literally sat there, crisscross applesauce, and spoke his mind until they cut his fucking microphone. And Heyman pulls him off stage. Yeah. They brought hey, I'm pretty sure that was the night they brought Heyman back to be with him. One of them, yeah. Speaking yeah, I think that was the first night Heyman appeared with him, if I'm not mistaken. Speaking of Heyman, we all know Punk is a Heyman guy. Yeah, Heyman having creative control over Raw, do you think Heyman would have a lot to do with uh-huh. re- bringing excellent Punk thought. back? T- Thank you. That's all I do is give excellent ideas. Yeah, Ooh. dude, excellent thought. That never even crossed my mind. Yeah, man. I didn't even that think didn't cross my mind that either. Together, dude. 
Yeah. The, the new Raw the Tag Team this. Champions, yeah. CM Punk and Brock Lesnar. All right. Oh, dude. All right. Um, that's enough. All right. I <laughs> quit enough. this podcast. You just you just said something really great. And then and, and then, then I threw and you Brock fucking pull a lot of shit out of your ass and throw it in your mouth and spit it in our faces. But I mean, who it's would like, want to see Punk and Brock Lesnar as the Raw <laughs> Tag Team Champions? Yo, I thought I he was going to say, who would want to see me eat shit? And <laughs> never mind. <laughs> oh, man. Wasn't right. KO a, uh, a Heyman guy, too? KO, he's never been a Heyman guy. I thought he was. Kurt I, think, was. I think he would be Not a Kurt, uh, Curtis Joe Axel. Joe, Curtis Axel, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Joe so was Henning, Cesaro. Curtis Axel. Cesaro was briefly a Heyman uh, guy, yeah. that's right. Yep, very I don't think Kevin like, Owens. He doesn't need Paul Heyman though. I don't remember KO ever being with Heyman. No, he no, never I was. He never was, a, was. But he doesn't. He doesn't yeah. need Heyman. I guess it was a rumor. But anyway, looking forward to see what Punk has to say about the world of wrestling, and looking forward to see what his future might be with WWE. For right now, he is with Fox. So people on Twitter, don't get your fucking panties in a bunch. He's not making an in-ring return. He's not going to be on Raw or SmackDown this week. He's not going to be the mystery partner at Survivor Series. Just calm the fuck down. He works for Fox, not for Vince. Okay, can we put that to rest? Thank you. As far as we know. Or like Smarky says, is this all at work? (laughs) Dude, you never know. It could all be at work. Everything's at work. There's WWE. Let's be real here. (laughs) Speaking of things that potentially could be at work, we're going to, yes, I said it. We're going to talk about the uh, recent Jordan Miles controversy next. So, fam, we're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What is going on, everybody? This is your favorite Canadian, Mr. Fretz, from the Game Changer Podcast. You are listening to WrestleOtic Radio. Oh, you didn't know? The Fourth Wall WrestleCast was nominated for six categories in the 2019 WrestleHub Wrestling Podcast Awards. If you enjoy the Fourth Wall experience, please cast your vote today in the following categories. Best Duo, Best Trio, Best Live, Best Branded, Best Comedy, Most Informative, and Newcomer of the Year. Every vote goes a long, long way in helping us grow and grow and continue to be the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. This is DFDC, Jeff Pamatrio, the host of Not Your Mama Soap Opera, and you are listening to the Fourth Wall WrestleCast exclusively on Wrestle Addicts Radio. All right, fam, and we are back. Now, I'm not going to do much talking here because I know Doc has a lot he needs to get off his chest and out of his beard. Oh, boy. So <laughs> we're going to set the, set the table here for you. So Jordan Miles, formerly known as Albert Hardy Jr., formerly known as ACH from Impact Wrestling, uh, recently made quite the stink over the past few weeks about a recent shirt that was released by the WWE on the WWE shop. Now, it definitely has, uh, he, he tried to start a hashtag for the culture uh, because he looked at this t-shirt that was created for him as um, very racist. Now, it's a black t-shirt with a red, I'm going to say like a half moon, 
behind yeah behind the letters in the shape of like a a smile okay and it says jordan miles in white inside this red half moon as if it was a mouth smiling because jordan miles was a character that smiled a lot and they wanted Mm -hmm. to kind of portray his gimmick as miles smiles i don't know how far how how far that was going to go but after Jordan Miles approved of this t-shirt, t-shirt, and it was released. He threw a hissy fit about it, uh, saying that it looked a lot like blackface. Which is uh, what? When was blackface from? This was from vaudeville. The twenties, right? right? It was uh, vaudeville. Right. Thank you. Thank right. you. Yeah. Yeah. The vaudeville. So thing, yeah. now, I personally don't think people in this generation would have gotten that. That association with it, but uh, hold on, I, I, people our yeah. age maybe, but people in the I younger people, generations might I not think, have. I think maybe like I, I can understand where a I think I I think I can understand where like a black person would look at that shirt mm-hmm. and see that, and I also understand why a white person would look at that shirt and not see that at first, right? Because I just it's not something I I don't I don't do blackface. I don't stare at blackface. I don't have blackface art. Not into that, obviously. Right. Um, when I first saw the T-shirt, I looked at it and I was like, I didn't get it. Then I saw side by side with the black face. I was like, oh, okay, I can see why he wouldn't like this. Like, I understand that. Right. Like, wow, that's kind of fucked up. Like when I first said, it. but then I kind of started reading about it. And I'm like, wait, wait, he approved the design. And then I saw the shirt on different backgrounds of different color shirts. I'm like, oh, if this isn't on the back of a black shirt. You're not you're not getting blackface at all. It's just right. a shirt with a design like a half moon with the, with the white inside of it. Say what you want. It looks like a gimmick that re- that looks like could be a smile, and he has a smiley gimmick. What kind of bothered me about all this is that I think he is using this 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 T-shirt to kind of make a name for himself a little bit. I'm not buying the for the movement. I'm just not buying it. Like, this is not a Colin Kaepernick situation. This is not a I'm standing up for, like, an actual cause. I'm standing up for, you know, Colin was standing up for police brutality amongst a plethora of other things that were that are real problems. I am absolutely will say are real problems. And it's coming from a dude who's, I'll even, I'll go right on and say it right now, a dude who leans a little more conservative. Like, I completely understand what Kaepernick did. I, I even support what Kaepernick did. Okay, like protests are made to be, you know, they're made to be. Um, they're they're not. You're not supposed to like it. It's supposed to ruffle feathers. This is not that. This is a guy who I I don't know why he felt like he needed to make a big stink about this. He saw the design of the shirt. He even said in his in his release he had reservations, but he didn't do anything about it. If he cared that much. For it, for the movement he's talking about, he would have never left that meeting with the creative team without getting that design changed. And I just have a really hard time thinking that if he would have went to Triple H or Vince McMahon and said, "Hey, dude, dude this isn't cool," and explained why, I have a hard time believing that Triple H wouldn't say, "Oh yeah, that's a bad idea. You're right." Or Vince McMahon. I do not think they're racist. I get Vince McMahon is an old Republican. It's easy to think he's a racist because he's an old Republican that voted for Donald Trump and shit like that. I get that. But he's also the man who pretty much launched The Rock's movie career. That 
his foot in the door in the entertainment industry. He's also the guy who was bawling his eyes out with Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania this year after he won the title. He's also the guy that employed Mark Henry for for 20-plus years. The guy who maybe got the best out of Booker T as a singles competitor in his whole career. And that was the other thing that, that really just wasn't getting me on this. The lack of support that ACH is getting from his community that he's trying to start this hashtag and movement yeah. for. Yeah. No one wants he's anything to do with it. No, no one has anything to do with it. No one. When Colin Kaepernick was doing that shit, every single black athlete in the damn world backed him up. They may not have kneeled for national anthems, but they supported him and they, they gave him props for what he was doing. No one is giving props for Jordan Miles because Jordan Miles should have, or ACH, should have handled this business behind closed doors because it wasn't as big of a deal as he has made it out to be. He blew this up to get his Instagram. Look at his Instagram posts. They they look like Nation of Domination promos on steroids. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I, there's nothing. I don't see anything honest about this. I think he probably saw this design. And he's a, maybe he's someone who could have thought. I, I you know, I'm not going to say that because I don't know him well enough to say that he thought in advances. But when it dropped, like he should not have handled it like that. Like, dude, that was a behind closed, not behind closed doors. That's something you go to your bosses and you say, "Hey, this isn't cool." But he had the opportunity to do that and he didn't do it. And I'm sure the guy who designed that shirt was not thinking that. No. Right. I think, no. hey, look what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this on a black t-shirt. It's going to be racist. Uh, uh, uh. No, people don't think that way, yeah. dude. People a, don't think that way. The guy Most who made the shirt don't, was man. doing what he's told. He was given the, the, the image. He was given the logo. Here, put this on the t-shirt. Boom, and he created it. That's right. all it was. Especially if you have yeah. people like Vince McMahon and Triple H that are your boss. You're going to do what they tell you to do. Yeah, and you're going to do what your boss tells you to do in that situation. And meanwhile, and I, they, I believe he also called out Jay Lethal on this. And I'm just like... Dude, mm-hmm. Jay Lethal was ROH's champion for, like, fucking right. the better part of two years, you yeah, know? That's the thing, too. We started bringing ROH into it, and Jay Lethal as, as ROH also being a racist promotion. Like, I don't understand what 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 all the, the hassle is right now, like, what this is all about. I, I said it from day one. I said this has to do with him getting his name out there. Because right getting now— Getting his name out there. Yeah, headlines, Jordan Miles controversy, headlines, Jordan Miles, Foreman was ACH, controversy, hashtag for the culture. It's as if WWE or NXT was not doing enough for him already. He only won the fucking breakout tournament. They had plans for him. He's a fantastic fucking wrestler, a fantastic in performer. I don't know much about his character work, but great fucking performer. Triple H has a great mind for young talent. He could have done wonders with him. So him doing this to help put him over is fucking unnecessary. And listen, man, if, if, if by some stretch of the world, ACH hears this segment on our show, dude, come on the show, man. Come talk to us, man. I would love to talk to you about this. I'd love to hear where your head's at, man. Tell me where I'm wrong. Right. Tell me where I'm wrong. Anybody, any listener, a listener, come at me and tell me where I'm wrong here. I don't think you're going to have all, No one is supporting him. Have you seen I don't anyone think support him? That being said, I've seen nothing. I've seen no support for him, man. And listen, if this is like you starting to create, and this is where you came in talking about a work, this is you creating a new character for yourself. And you're 
first thing is getting fired from WWE. So you can go back to Impact, which I think Impact would totally be down for doing something like this. They they're into they controversial storylines. But you see, but mean. if this is a work, it this gimmick, this storyline does not go over well with WWE. I don't support it at all. Yeah, and I, I don't, don't support it think it go, It makes me no, feel no, no. uncomfortable. Is it, a work, is it a work for him? Is it a work for him, regardless of whether WWE fires him or not? Is it a work for him? Like, is he going to take this now and roll with this call what it is, angry black man character? You know, is not. he going to roll with this on the end? I kind of hope not, too, because, once again, somebody come at me with this. It seems like I'd, I'd be feel like I'd be a little insulted if I was black in this, and I was like trying to like make a change in my community. Right. Like, yeah, this is not putting this is not putting him in a good light. It's not putting his movement in a good light. And like I said, this is far from Colin Kaepernick. This isn't right. even close to Colin Kaepernick. Okay, if Colin Kaepernick is like major league, like protest the man. This is like fucking short season rookie A ball protest the man. Okay? <laughs> right. Like, that's what this is. I don't know. So that's my problem with it. And somebody come at me. Tell me where the fuck I'm wrong, man. Tell me the part I missed here. Right. You had a chance to say no. You had a chance to talk to your boss about it. But you waited. You waited until you could talk about it on social fucking media. Mm-hmm. Because that's where everyone who wants to fucking talk a big game does it. They do it on social media. They're hiding behind a fucking keyboard. Until they get confronted, knowing that then I, they fucking hide in their shell. Knowing, especially knowing that I, I to, and from my observations, a lot of social media folks who would get behind this are, you know, that's where you find a lot of liberal people who like to protest and talk about shit like this. Right. Yeah. So that's exactly <laughs> what the fuck he's doing, dude. Like, I'm sorry, dude. And that's just... Not buying it and just, I don't know. And it's also insulting the shit he says he's saying about WWE and the promoters being racist. Like, fuck, dude, man. Not every white person's fucking racist, man. Like, yeah. fuck off. Do, do we not remember this fucking stellar WWE championship run that Kofi Kingston yeah. just had? Over 180 days. He had the best championship run in years that we have seen come out of anyone in WWE. Better than AJ Styles. And I like AJ Styles better as a wrestler than Kofi Kingston, personally. But AJ Styles' championship run was a flop. They could have done so much more with him, they didn't. But Kofi had a fucking run. He beat people like Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. He fucking put on some amazing, amazing matches. Dude, Randy fucking Orton. Yeah, fucking jobs to almost nobody. Mm -hmm. Fucking, he got the win over Randy. Yeah, you know what? Where is Randy Orton now? We need him to tell fucking Joe Miles he is stupid, stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. dude. It's dude. Booker T did everything that he he had. Like his answer to it, I thought was ex exactly right. He said everything short of calling him stupid. I feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's immature. Very well immature. It's very immature. It comes off as immature. So, right. Oh, man, I, I, I hope at some point someone sits this dude down and says, hey, man, listen, this is not the right way to go about it. The only thing you could ever be pissed off at Vince McMahon for, I think, if you're a black dude, is bringing Hulk Hogan back. That's the, the only thing I can imagine a black wrestler in that rock locker room being pissed about. Right. That's the only thing. 
off which, the top of my head. Which has happened, and a lot of people have been vocal about right, not said, being happy about it. Yeah, and I said, I'm talking like current WWE. That's the one thing I feel like. But man, they look at what they're. I mean, they've they've just they've done so much. Like, there's more just more white people in the wrestling industry than black people. That's just all there is right. to it. That's numbers, you know. And when they come to WWE, if they're talented, WWE pushes them. Velveteen Dream, they've been pushing him. Bianca Belair, she's worked her way up, no problem. She's in the fucking first ever women's war games match now. Mm-hmm. Well, don't tell me that shit that they're racist. They don't give a fuck. You got no fucking ground to stand on. You need to come out with some fucking proof. And not that t-shirt design that's only some it's only kind of racist on one background color. Right. Like I I once she brought it up, I get it. And it's it's an easy fix. You don't sell the shirt in black. Done. Fixed. Right. You know, if if Ron Simmons, aka Farouk, was here right now, you know what he would say? Damn. Damn. Oh man, I missed it. Too slow. Too slow. (laughs) Too slow. Anyway, if somehow ACH ever hears this, man, come on our show. Come talk to me, man. Like real conversation, man. I I promise you, man. I will be civil with you. I'm not going to jump down, you man. We can have a great conversation. Like I'm all about it, man. Anyone, anyone that wants to come talk about this, I love to have a conversation. You know. Yeah. If you're gonna yeah. do it, do it right. Yeah, I'm with you, Dan. Uh, Doc, Ooh, see that shoot names again. Damn, shoot name. We're breaking that fourth wall in honor of you, CM Punk. Uh, but seriously, Doc, I, I, not just myself and Smarky, but a lot of people definitely agree with the same sentiment. It's unnecessary. It's It's been blown out of proportion for no reason. He's going he's gonna to keep running with this until he feels like he came out on top. Because he knows right now he is going nowhere with this movement, with this hashtag for the culture, with this, with all this controversy. It's not helping him at all. You know? Hashtag should be for the miles. For the miles. That's all he's thinking about. Mm-hmm. It's all about him. Well, anyway, let's move this. on to some other current superstars that actually are making headlines in a positive way. Uh, let's talk about MJF and Chris Jericho and their amazing promo this past week on AEW Dynamite post AEW Full Gear. So, fam, we're going to take another quick break. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. What is up, peeps? This is Mr. Fretz from the Game Changer Podcast, here to tell you about my new show called The 20 Bell Salute. It is a monthly 20-year look back on not only WWE pay-per-views, but also movies, music, TV, video games, and so much more. You can find this and many other exclusive shows on the Wrestle Addict Radio Patreon for only 5 bucks a month so join the fam and keep wrestling real what's going on everybody this is will tarashek the kings of the rings podcast and you're listening to the fourth wall wrestlecast right here on wrestle addict radio chant his name all you want he's not here he doesn't care about you now christopher let me before we even start talking i want you to know I'm a big fan, buddy. I mean, if I had to make a Mount Rushmore professional wrestling, I'm sure you'd be in, like, my third and fourth installment, and that's big. That's big. But I heard from a little birdie, Christopher, that you wanted me to join the inner circle. 
kind of interesting that you say that, Maxwell. Because I heard from a little birdie that you wanted to join the inner circle. Christopher, I'm starting to think that you want me to join the inner circle. Maxwell, I'm starting to think that you want to join the inner circle. I'm starting to think that you want me in the inner circle. Is that what you're getting at? Do you want to join the inner circle? Yeah, we're getting repetitive now. We're getting repetitive now. Listen, crisscross applesauce, I'm sure you'd really love me to join your little inner circle jerk. Sorry, sorry. Freudian slip. Freudian slip, buddy. All respect to the champion. Sorry. Let me take a step back. Christopher, I heard you like to partake in, well, a little bit of the bubbly. But I'm starting to think just like all of these inbred, white trash, redneck kicks, you might enjoy drinking a little too much. Because for you to assume that I, MJF, the youngest and fastest rising star in the history of professional wrestling, needs you? That's just a little odd. Well, let me tell you this, uh, Maxwell Seashell, Seashell by the seashore. <laughs> it's funny because I think that you might want to be a little bit like Chris Jericho. Is that true? Hmm. No, think about it. Think about it. We're both from Long Island. Both have three-letter nicknames. Both love scarves, funny guys, crushingly handsome. It's almost like your parents got horny while they were watching me beat up Juventud Guerrera 25 years ago on WCW Saturday Night, and nine months later, your little twerp ass popped out. I have to laugh. Google it, baby. Google it. Point being is this. I can understand why you'd want to be in the inner circle because just being in the ring with Chris Jericho puts you on a higher level, doesn't it, Max? So let me ask you once again. Do you want to be in the inner circle? I don't know, Christopher. Do you want me to be in the inner circle? I don't know. Do you want to be in the inner circle? I don't know. Do you want me to be in the inner circle, Chris? Do you want to be in the inner circle, Do you want me to be in the inner circle? I asked you Do you want to be in the inner circle? first. Do you want to be in the inner circle? I'm gonna say this one more time. Do you want to be in the inner circle? Do you want me to be in the inner circle, Chris? All right, you know what? You know who the biggest jackass is in oh, AEW? Oh, I know. I know who the biggest jackass in AEW oh, yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Do you want to say it right now? I'm gonna say I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna say Do it first. you want to know who the biggest jackass is? I'm gonna say it I'm gonna say it. Cody Rose! <laughs> oh, they're so funny. Oh. They should, they should be on a cruise together. The worst game of who's on first I've ever seen. I like you. All right, guys, I have two questions for you. Who is the biggest jackass in AEW? And who the hell is Hoovy? <laughs> that would be the best the best three minutes I spent this week. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. such a Guys, good promo. I told you. I, I was, yeah, oh. I, was, God, I know I was the only one watching it live, and I think I texted in our chat, if you are not watching this right now, you are missing one of the best promos 
of the year. That was amazing. You know, I got to say one thing. I know we, we talk a lot of shit about like some people like Seth Rollins, who did, gives terrible promos, but I feel like 2019 has been a pretty good year for some fucking fire promos in the world of wrestling. And uh, Cody Rhodes last week. Yeah, Cody Rhodes last week. Kevin Owens had his uh, quote-unquote pipe bomb earlier this year. We've had a lot of That's really right. good promos in the world of wrestling, and it continues right here with MJF. And Chris Jericho, of course. Oh. Chris Jericho has to be involved. The two oh. of these guys together in the ring, the chemistry that they had in this promo was fucking immaculate. You know, the, the way they played off each other, the way MJF plays off of the crowd. Again, the emotion behind it. They have the humor behind it. And the pacing of everything was great. Excalibur said, this is like one of the... And he said it was one of the worst renditions of Who's On First. I thought it was one of the fucking best <laughs> renditions of Who's On First that I've seen since Who's On First. I don't know, Paul. Like was it the best like the version Long of Island Who's On First? Of Abbott, I don't know, like John. Do you think? Island version of Abbott and Costello. <laughs> I don't know, John. Do you think it was? I don't know. What did you tell me what you think? I asked you first. I don't know. I think it, I think it was one of the better promos. See? We're not as good as them. We're not we as can't good. do it. Was terrible. We right, can't we do it. Do you think it's a great promo? Do you think I it's think a great promo, Mark? I don't think I should. Do you think I should? I don't think you should shut the fuck up. Do you think I should shut the fuck up? Should I shut the fuck up? Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway. Filled, baby. <laughs> so this obviously is going to end now with MJF being the newest member of AEW's hottest faction, the Inner Circle. So... With that being said, we have the inner circle um, now. Which um, is, excuse me, excuse yes, me, but the ahead. Dark Order is the hottest faction in AEW. I can't team. even say it straight. I can't even say. Uh, there's creepers. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so moving, moving on. When is, when moving on. When is it all going to be revealed that AEW versus WWE is a work and we get undisputed era versus the inner circle? Oh my. Oh god. my god! Could you imagine? I was just. I was just. Do I was doing there? I was just saying what Sparky was thinking. Ooh. All right, guys, hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Can we throw a Apparently period Bones in was it? Thinking it too. Hold Apparently, on. Bones, Bones is getting his fantasy booking book yes, out. Yes, I got so it. His head right. starting He's to hurt. becoming aroused. So What's going to oh. happen is AEW is going to invade NXT, no, and then they're going to have a match, and then Shinsuke Nakamura is going to come out and save everybody and kick everybody in the balls, and then Ruby Riot's going to come and make out with Shinsuke Nakamura, and I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Wow. Hold on, guys. Guys, I'll be right back. I gotta go change my boxers. That was <laughs> no, so quite accurate, Doc. That was pretty good. You read my mind. That was inspired. No, hold on. It was a great pro. It's inspired by MJF. Hold on. So check MJF it out. Promos. Inner Circle. We got Jericho. We Couldn't got really Santana Ortiz. We got Sammy Guevara, Jake Hager, and now MJF. That's six, right? Undisputed Era only has four. There are two other wrestlers, current and potentially coming back to the world of wrestling, that would be perfect members of the Undisputed Era because of their history in Ring of Honor. Are you ready for this? Go for it, man. Kevin Owens and CM Punk. No. Note how when you dropped that... That bomb there, nothing exploded. Yeah, I dropped yeah, the imaginary no, mic and it no. made no sound. He's 
gonna add. He's gonna add an explosion sound effect on in the post production. Oh, know that's exactly. a fucking great. I gotta make. I gotta make a note of that. Add explosion yeah, sound great ideas. at fifty eight minutes and fifty seconds. <laughs> All right, perfect. So no, I don't see it. But like, let's I don't vote. see. I don't see Punk joining a faction. There's just no, I. Right. Kevin Owens isn't so far like out of like the realm of possibility. Maybe down the line. But there's, I don't ever see a world where CM Punk joins um, the right. Ladies and gentlemen, Smart John team. Morrison. Well, John Morrison is going to be on the other team, and then he's going to turn on them and join Undisputed Era. <laughs> Hold on, guys. We're, we're, we're getting off track. Let's bring it back to MJF specifically. Let's we're talk still about, talking about him? Let's talk about this kid. Well, Smarky, I want you to take a minute to talk about it, because you are a fucking huge MJF mark. So... Do we see right, uh, so obviously if MJF's gonna align himself with Jericho, he's not going for the title. Now, Doc, we said this last week with Wade. AEW that's not needs true. a mid card title. Yeah. I think MJF would be perfect to be that heel mid card champion. Put the tag They're gonna team call titles, it the television title. Put the tag team titles yeah. on Proud and Powerful. And let Inner Circle be that faction, similar to Undisputed Era, who holds all the gold. No, we cannot do the same thing as WWE. They yeah, all don't need to hold right. the gold. We're trying to be different. Yeah, but how right. awesome! Right there. No, forget about comparing it to WWE. Forget about that. Not right away. Forget about Not that. Right away, dude. Time out. I'm talking about how do we make Inner Circle that much more powerful? Forget about what Undisputed Era is doing. I know it's a parallel. I know they're both on Wednesdays. Wednesday Night Wars. Blah blah blah. Fucking suck it. All right. Has Let's war. look at how we make Inner Circle a strong fucking faction. They just added MJF, the hottest young wrestler in the fucking world right now. So give him the yeah, gold. Yo, there's he, no he, gold to give him right now. There's no created. television title. I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there's going to be a television title at some point because that's WCW. And as we know, AEW is legit just doing Nitro and WCW, right. which is awesome, by the way. I'm not complaining about that. And uh, But it doesn't mean that, like, okay, fine. MJF, I'm with you. Put television title on or whatever you want to call it when you create a new title, a mid-card title. Right. But you don't have to put the tag titles on Santana Ortiz, dude. You don't got to do that. That's not necessary. No, there's better tag teams. And there's better and, – and I think there's more – I think – I think the tag division is served better by the titles not being on Santana and Ortiz right now. Okay. All right. I Santana don't even know if Ortiz could still be. Yeah, 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 yeah. They would still be good chasing the gold. Right. All right. Now, I, I didn't see the tag match at at uh, at, at, at um, Full Gear. What happened in the tag match? I, I, I've, only said, I've, I, I've, I've only seen three matches of Full Gear. Um. I forgot how expensive it is to order wrestling on pay-per-view since I'm yeah. getting the WWE Network. <laughs> I, I think I wonder how long it's going to take for AEW to launch their own streaming like service. Too, they have a lot of episodes of like being the elite. They can throw on there. Mm. They have you know there's 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 stuff to put. They can put a lot of behind-the-scenes specials, documentaries right. on there. You know. They could do some different stuff from WWE and have a service worth that people will pay $10 a month for. All right, shut up. I found this. Uh, All right. right. So third longest um, match, LAX, because I will not call them proud and powerful. LAX uh, defeated the Young Bucks. No, 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 no. Wasn't wasn't there an SCU match earlier tonight? Oh, SCU. Sorry. Oh, yeah. 
SCU retained. Uh, you retained. Know, no, brothers. that's what I thought. Oh, that was so awesome. Like, that was an awesome match. At the end, uh, a second uh, Pentagon Junior showed up, and it was Christopher Daniels. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I just I haven't gotten a chance to watch that match yet, and I actually avoided all the spoilers for Full Gear, so I probably should have read them before we went on the air. It was pretty silly of me, considering I'm doing a wrestling show right now. But uh, I knew Smarky was here. I knew. Sparky was here. He's our resource guy. He's, he's resourceful. I am. I'm here. He's got the fastest internet. It's that. It's that. <laughs> it's that deep south, fourth wall, deep south internet, man. It's good for you. I don't even know if SCU is the right team to be tag team champions right now. It's a point I was going to make. Right. You know, I almost feel like I wouldn't mind seeing like the Lucha Brothers <laughs> as established as the most dominant tag team in AEW and let them establish those titles. Yeah. Like you put Chris Jericho on top of the mountain because of his experience and his name. I get it. I feel like if you're not going to do that with the young bucks and the elite are going to, or the elite are obviously the team that's getting the faction that's getting beat down right now, whatever the hell they're calling themselves now. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody and friends, you know, like if that's the f- team that's getting beat down right now, okay, fine. Don't put the belt on Sam, but put them on put them on the Lucha Brothers. I think that's the team that should be AEW Tag Champions. And I'm sorry, there's just you know, and, and we've seen the Lucha Brothers and and LAX or whatever you want to call them work a match, you know. And we saw it live. There, we yeah, did right in front of our faces, man. So at some point, that's going to be an awesome feud in AEW, and I can't wait. But yeah. you know, until uh, until then. You know, put the tag titles on the on the what I think is the best team in the whole promotion. Right. Well, yeah. Not, not LA, uh, Pride and Power, LAX, whatever they're called. Proud and powerful. Yep. Well, yeah. I don't uh, like we, we the spoke name. About I don't like with, the new name at all. By the way, don't like spoke, the new name. We spoke about that with Wade last week as well. We all agree that Lucha Brothers should be the tag team champions. Right. But we're talking about MJF, and I know. I'm pretty sure, Doc, you were the one that thought that Cody Rhodes was going to beat Jericho last week. Am I correct, or was that Wade that thought Cody was going to retain? Uh, I think no, it was I Wade. Think we all, okay. I think we all thought he was You You did, win. too? You thought Cody was going to win, right? All right. Yeah. Now, I, already, I already forgot who I predicted in that yeah. match. <laughs> but regardless, now, we did talk about a potential turn from MJF. Now, do you think with... AEW only being seven episodes, uh, AEW Dynamite only being seven episodes in, it was too soon to have the MJF turn. I mean, how many AEW Dynamite fans that watch Dynamite every week have been watching uh, being the elite prior to the premiere of Dynamite? I think a lot. I think there's a lot of AEW fans that watch being the elite prior to this. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, man, that's like that's like it was uh, like an I'm the outlier then because following. Yeah, I'm the other one because I, mean, I have never this. watched think being about the this. elite. Think about this: being the elite, like sold pretty much all in. Yeah, you know they were sell they sold out a show, uh, they sold out a couple shows before they even went on TV. So obviously, people were watching being the elite. That's I mean that's absolutely true. There's just no doubt about it. How do you how do you sell out two shows if without some sort of presence somewhere and that was their presence they didn't have tv deals now i do want to say uh talk about a a quick fantasy booking here that was not my idea at all i actually overheard um a clip from busted open radio this past week bully ray was talking about the mjf betrayal of cody rhodes and how it could have made this betrayal 
it just could have put pushed it over the top a little bit more. So as we know, MJF threw the towel in to end the match. So Cody never officially lost the match to Jericho, which I think uh, that's, that's your loophole. That's how they're going to get around it. Back in the championship picture. Yep. Now, we have not seen anyone throw the towel in in quite some time. It was very, very reminiscent of when, oh, uh, what the fuck was his name? Arnold Scott. Arnold Arl- Scullin and Bob Backlund. And, and Bob yes. Backlund at the Garden. Now. Chic. Yeah. Now, MJF. Wasn't there, a Brett, wasn't there a Brett and Owen throw in the towel match, too? Didn't yeah. Owen throw the towel on yeah. Brett Owen back in the, the 90s? Towel. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yes, there was that tell, one, Isn't that kind of how that feud started? With, yes. With the, with the towel throwing? But now, again, I can't take credit I'm for this. better than you, brother. Bo- Bully Ray said this. If So, M- MJF wears the scarf. What if he threw the scarf in the ring, right, in place of a towel? Because the scarf, we already know, we associate the scarf with MJF. And then when MJF and Cody have their confrontation, MJF pleads for his forgiveness. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Cody goes, okay, okay, okay. Then he gets kicked in the fucking nuts. Now, Cody drops to his knees. Cody's already bloody from being busted open in the match. And then MJF wipes the blood off of Cody's face with the scarf, and then wears the scarf with Cody's blood on the scarf. You're fucked up. You want to... No, no, it's not... I told I you, like this, it. Is, this was Bully Ray's idea, and I, I liked where this was going, because if you want to create a mid-card blood feud, here's your blood feud right there, Cody and MJF. And you could have that symbolism with MJF wearing that scarf with Cody's blood on it. I think that would go... That would have been... An amazing addition just to this storyline to really help put the storyline over more so than it already is. I mean, you can still do it. Yeah. I, I think they me. definitely can still do it. Yeah. You know? So, Bully Ray, if, if you're listening to our show, which I know you are, you know, we all, we love that idea and we hope that MJF does something uh, with that storyline with the scarf. <laughs> that was disgusting. So... <laughs> Perfect. Oh, so, it's fucking perfect. I'm back, bitches. <laughs> on that note, guys, um, how long do you think it'll be before MJF turns on Chris Jericho then and goes after the AEW championship? I think it's going to be a little longer than this one. Yeah. Way long. I think Chris Jericho's dropping that championship before MJF ever turns on him. Yeah, because I think MJF. We're, needs- we're going to see the in- inner circle's going to be around for a while, dude. Yeah. And I think MJF needs a good baby face to be the champion for him to go after. For him, for MJF to chase to go for Cody. the title, and that—that's what I think. That's what this is gonna end up going. So yeah. Anyway, fam, that's all the time we have for today. I know my two co-host clowns have uh, things to do and they have to go to bed. So if this is your first time tuning in, thank you for listening. What's that face for, Doc? I don't go to bed. You're a clown. You're still a clown though. But fucking. Amuse you. Do I fucking amuse you? And thank you for listening to episode 51 of the Fourth Wall WrestleCast. If you've enjoyed the show, be sure again to follow us on all social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Fourth Wall Cast. That's the number four. 
T-H-W-A-L-L-C-A-S-T. You could follow me on Twitter at JC Bones. That's Bones with a Z, like Zorro. You can follow Doc on Twitter at Dr. Haas 4WC, so you can get your prescription filled for your weekly dose of kayfabe consumption. And then I guess if you want, follow our third man, Johnny Smarks. He doesn't really do Twitter too much. He's pretty boring. Nah, I so don't do much with it. You don't yeah, have to follow I, him. But I don't if you want to actually talk to a member of this team on Twitter, fuck the bones. <laughs> yeah, you can follow yeah. me on Twitter. But, he, has, um, he has the pre- he has the prettiest Twitter face. I I I'm, I am pretty. Yeah, that's true. So, but anyway, so you can find Johnny Smarks at Johnny Smarks a lot. If you've enjoyed this entire fourth wall experience, please, please, please go vote for the fourth wall wrestlecast in the 2019 Wrestle Hub Wrestling Podcast Awards. The link will be in the description below and also found throughout all of our social media. And also, be sure to tell all your friends to like, share, subscribe, oh, and join our Patreon. Patreon.com slash WrestleAddictRadio for exclusive content for your kayfabe consumption and help this thing grow and grow and continue to be the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. Once again, we are the Fourth Wall WrestleCast. And Doc, what do we do? Keep wrestling real. Goodbye and good night. Oh my god. I don't know what that was, but let's let's uh, end on that note, guys.
All right, guys. I'll catch y'all later. Yeah, we're going to bed. Peace. Peace. Later. Hey, Doc. Yo. Yeah. I agree. All right, boys. Let's piss some people off. Doc, can you do me a favor? Can you just, like, pull your camera down so I can see your face, not like your fucking fat forehead? (laughs) Wait, lower. Lower. Keep going. That's weird. Keep That's weird. <laughs> now you're getting weird. I watched this, so I'm just... What are they chanting, Cody? What are they chanting, Cody's name? I muted you guys, so I can't hear you, Bones, just by the way. Just letting you know. Cool. Christopher. I love that he keeps calling him Christopher. Christopher, right? Calls him Maxwell. This is awesome. <laughs> it gets better. Crisscross applesauce. I say that to my students. Inner circle jerk. That was amazing. <laughs> oh, that might have been the funniest thing Chris Jericho's ever said in his entire career. <laughs> Who's Hoovy? <laughs> Tony Schiavano. Tony Schiavano. I have to laugh. I love that you're shitting. Who the hell is Hooven? Google it, baby. Google it. Point being is this, I can understand. 
This is great. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! Did you guys hear the last part uh, that that uh, that Excalibur said? That way, no, what did he say? That was the worst. That was the worst game of who's on first I've ever seen. Oh <laughs> god, that's funny. Oh, that oh, was man. good. That was so Cody good. Rhodes. Oh, that right, was ready? awesome. That made my fucking life. Who the hell is Hooven?